0: In today's show, I'm going to tell you who not to draft. Do not draft these players. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble, and on Instagram, at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free, and we are available on all platforms. Now, that was hyperbolic at the start of the show, but people always ask me, or you see it posted, or who's on your do not draft list? Who are you going to avoid at all costs? And the answer is generally nobody. I'll go into every draft with an open mind, and you see how every draft um, unfolds, You've got to be nimble with your brain, with your fingers, with your mouse, to try and get guys at the right spot and see where the value is and how it makes sense in your team and blah, 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 all of that stuff. But in saying that, I'm going to go, what's the date today? It is the 10th of October. Um, Yeah, 10th of October. No, it's not. It's the 4th of October. I am lying. It's the 4th of October. I was doing American dates and Australian dates mixed up. It's the 4th of October. And using the current ADP data from Yahoo, I'm going to go through each round up until round 10, which in a standard league, this is for category leagues. I am going to do one of these for points leagues. Don't worry. There will be one for points leagues. This is for category leagues. Um, I'm going to go through up to round 10, which is your starting lineup. You're not including your bench guys because, hey, go wild. Have to take swings at those guys. Which player getting drafted in those particular rounds, I don't want anything to do with at that spot. If they fall another round or two, sure. we're, We're on it. But... These are the guys, should I be really hyperbolic? This is how you win your draft. If you draft these players, you are going to lose. Avoid these guys at all costs. These guys are all stupid and dumb and they have snot in their nose. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I've lost my mind. This is not the fourth podcast today. Warnie! Let's get it on, Gilly! <laughs> <laughs> all right, round one. I am not drafting these guys. Steph Curry has an ADP of six. I know it's Steph Curry. He's legitimately a top 10 of all time player. He might be higher. He might be the greatest point guard of all time. He has routinely been a top three fantasy player. Two years ago, he was the number two fantasy player behind Big Chungus. He did drop off last season, battled some injuries. I don't want to take him at pick six. That's the first half of the first round. I don't want to take him there. I actually think he's more of a turn player, 11 through 14. I think there's going to be a age. That's a problem. Um, Injury risk, rest risk, 15 back-to-backs. I I just don't want to do it in the first round. And especially not in the first half of the first round. That is insane to me. I I just wouldn't do it. Now, Steph could easily, on a per-game basis, finish third or fourth. He could. I don't think he's still got it in him to be two. Because Clay Thompson's going to be taking a lot of shots. He took a lot of shots when he came back last season. And that actually dropped some of Steph's value back. Not that they crossed over for huge amounts of games. There's the ascension of Jordan Poole as well. There's the finals fatigue. The extra playoff games. The late offseason. Or the shorter off season for Steph. I'm just not doing it at pick six. It's, no. Steph's at 11? No problem. Steph's in the second round? Of course I would. At pick six, I'm not interested in it at all. And I'm not interested in Carl anthony Towns at pick nine. Now, Towns has had a horrific run of things. Injections in his knees, an illness that had him bedridden and lost 20 pounds. He couldn't walk. Don't know what it was. Maybe it was like the Nick Claxon illness that cost him a month last season. Um, he's out of hospital now. And Rudy Gobert's next to him. There are people who'll be like, Towns has always been a top five category league player. I see no reason why that would change. Well, there's the reasons. Right? Just because someone has always done it does not mean they will always do it. He could do it really easily, be a first-round guy again, but over the last two and a half months of last season, Towns was 15th. And that's without Gobert taking his rebounds, making him more perimeter-oriented. That's without Anthony Edwards in his third year taking another leap forward. Those two things, combined now with this illness, there's no way I want Towns at nine. No way. I don't even think he's a first-round player anymore. Is The only reason I say it is if you're in a two-center league, maybe. If you are, yeah, the dearth of rebounds and blocks, which we covered in Categorical Scarcity uh, a day or so ago. I don't even know when it was anymore. It was today that I recorded. I don't know when it went out, though. Um, you may be there, but at pick nine, like pick 12 is the absolute earliest I would go with Towns. To me, he's sitting more 14, 15, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't be shocked when he's not this player that you think that he's going to be forever. There are just too many factors there, too much uncertainty that worries me a little bit with his production for this upcoming season. Hmm. In round two, there's only one guy with an ADP 13 to 24. Again, we're basing on Yahoo ADPs, 12-10 league. 13 to 24 is round two. There's only one guy that I'm avoiding and that's uh, Demetrius Morant. Jar is at ADP of 19. ADP takes into account all leagues. In a points league, no problem. He was great in the preseason game today, which which yeah, scored like 20 points or something on 35 usage and was great. And then, of course, left the game with a cramp after a dunk. And no, oh, it's fine. It's just a cramp. Yeah, I don't believe anything Memphis says. But he had three knee injuries last season. His lack of steals. He's not great free throw percentage. His lack of threes volume. Nineteen. It's too high. The points and assists that Jar brings are really strong and really valuable. He's a third-round player to me. Not a middle, second-round guy. So, in the, when the second round rolls around, I'm not taking Jar Morant. I'm not drafting Jar Morant in round two. In a points league, we'll do that later. If you are still watching this and you're, you're in a points league, kudos to you, you're a legend. I will do a points league, one of these. But just be careful of absorbing the wrong information here. At 19... I am uh, not doing it. I'm just, I'm not taking him there. Simple, simple, simples. Simple stuff. For me, anyway. Guys, these guys, they've been around. They've been helping out the show, supporting for all. it's Prize picks. So, prize picks, when you get it, head into an NBA day of games, you can go in, you can chuck some entries in. You can look at Luka Doncic and go, well, what's he going to score? They set a line. It's 28 points or 28 and a half. And you go over under, bang. What about. Morant and assists, it might be said at seven and a half, and you go, I'll take the over on Jars' assists today, it's a great, and you can stick them all together on these player projections that they put out there, and it's fantastic, you just pick two to five guys, you smush them all together into one lineup, and you can win up to 10 times your money on the one entry, you don't have to compete against other people, you're just competing against those projections, over at prize picks, and it's any sport as well, NBA, NFL, wait, this is a long list. I'm going to take a deep breath. See how fast I can do it. NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, euro, basketball, cricket, and more cricket. Is there any footy in there? That is a lot of stuff. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. It's safe and fast withdrawals. And they're currently operational in all, in so not all, in over 30 states and also in Canada. So, download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. That's a good deal. If you deposit $50, guess what? You can probably work it out, but PricePix gives you $50. Great. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Don't forget the uh, Ultimate NBA Preview. All the hosts across the network, all of the Odyssey experts for NBA, six shows, Ultimate NBA Preview show. It is coming October 10th. Round three. Who am I not drafting? Who am I avoiding in round three? I don't know why I'm so like aggressive. I think I'm delusional. Seriously, I've recorded so many shows today and I'm just like, I feel like I'm screaming. Apologies for that. Round three. Demar DeRozan was a big surprise last season. In fact, as Sheev would say, a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. His ADP's at 29, which is actually lower than where he ranked last season. He was 21st. I'm just not doing it in round three. Prior to last season, he's always been a solid round four, maybe round five guy. I don't know whether the minutes stay as absolutely bonkers as they were, whether the usage sticks as high as it was, and whether that efficiency maintains that level. Just I'm not taking him in the third round. I, I just believe there is going to be 33 year 33 years old regression because of his age. I'm not forming sentences very well. I think there's going to be regression. I don't think you know when a guy has a career year at age 32 that I'm going to bank on that repeating. I just don't want to take him in the early parts of round three. Leave him alone for me. And same goes for his um, for his teammate. Nikola Vucevic, it's bolsev, it's it big Vucic Had an ADP battle with Vuce with Dan Bresbris, which was the show released before this one, and yeah, I, I talked about how Vuce was a good shooter from three one year, and he fell off last season. I am not convinced that he is. It was one bad season. I'm convinced. I'm more convinced. I'm not convinced. I'm more likely to believe that it was one good season a year ago. And everything else has been mediocre. Um, he's also going to be 32 or 33. I can't remember what age it was. I think 32. And usage isn't going to spike back up with Levine and DeRozan taking those shots. I just I just think there are better options. Now, his ADP is the end of round three, so it's not, it's not crazy to me. He's more of a mid-round four guy. Mid to late round four. But an average ADP of 36 suggests that you know, some people are going earlier than that, mid third round, and I'm definitely not doing that, as I discussed with Dan the other day. I'm more he's more fourth round, back end, middle to back end, fourth round, in my opinion. So that's yeah, you know, in round three, I'm just not gonna do it. Round four. There's only one guy that I've got listed in round four that I'm avoiding at that spot. JB, you've done it again. Jalen Brown has an ADP of 38. That's really high. Jalen Brown's one of those guys who does score well, and then everything else is just like, it's okay. Like it's, it's all right. The free throws can be a bit below average. Um, he's not a great assist guy. He's not a great steals guy. I don't really get the point of him at 38. There are plenty of other guys, obviously, because I'm not taking him there, that I would rather have ahead of Jalen Brown. The scoring is nice, and maybe that does um, boost his value, but he doesn't block shots. He's not a great free throw guy. He's not a huge three-volume guy. He's not a massive rebound. He's not a huge assist guy. He's sort of average everywhere with a downgrade in free throws and very low blocks, and yeah, that's it. And he's a good scorer. I just don't think that he's worthy of you being on the fringes of round three. So round five, I'm all about him. No problem. Round four, I will not be drafting Jalen Brown. There you go. Tying it in to the title of the show. Round five. I don't know what to make of the crucifix Christian Wood. In Dallas, they're going to bring him off the bench apparently. Is that 33 minutes? In a weird role, is it 27 minutes? How? What do they do with Kleber and Powell also coming off the bench? Wood's free throw percentage can be a disaster. Now, I did a mock draft yesterday, a pick, my pick three mock draft, and I took Christian Wood with the third last pick of round six. So pick 70. His ADP is currently 58. This means he's the back end of round five, and I don't think that he's worth it there. I was even debating, well am I going too early on him at the end of round six? So he's not a do not draft, as in do not touch him, but this is, is this ceiling for him? Like if he did start and play 32 minutes, maybe he's this good. Maybe he he pushes into the top of round four, or the, sorry, the, the top of round five, end of round four. Maybe that's his ceiling. At 58, I don't, I don't really see the value in it. And he's sitting there at 58 in drafts. Someone else is going to have him. Today, he did fall in that mock draft that I did. And that's the first time I think I've drafted him all, all preseason. And that's going to be a similar theme for a lot of these guys. There's a lot of guys I just don't draft who are on this list because they tend to go earlier than I am willing to take them. And then, again, I like this guy a lot. I like him much more than I like Christian Wood. But what about Scar? OG. Stop OG. Uh... You better stop OG. Ananobi's at ADP of 60. He really did have an opportunity last season to step up, big usage bump, and he did to a degree, but it wasn't great. He had that ongoing hip problem. I think he's really solid. Good steals guy, some assist upside, but sort of like Jalen Brown. Like, what's he doing that's not... Like, the steals are good. But he's not going to be a 20-point-per-game scorer. It's um, To me, he's more of, again, like Wood, maybe a back-end sixth-round guy. And yeah, he, he's getting drafted at the end of the fifth. But if you have to make a pick of him in round five, I just wouldn't do it. I, I just wouldn't pick him here. And maybe I'd take him at 70 or 71. And it's not that far apart from 60. But it's enough for me to highlight it. And he's again, I don't think I've got him in any mock drafts whatsoever. Because he's just always going too high for my liking. And I like OG Ananobi. Contrary to popular belief, I like the Raptors. I like nearly every one of their players. Some of the fans sometimes get a little bit aggressive, but I like the Raptors. I like OG. He's one of my favorite players in the entire NBA. I'm just not certain that I want to go round, uh, round five for him. Round six. There's three guys in this round who I'm not loving. Tyrese Maxey has an ADP of 61. That's actually going to come in more because he's ranked about 54 coincidentally uh on both Yahoo and ESPN. He today put up a great game in the preseason. Scored unbelievably. Shot 75% and there was no Harden or Embiid. Remember that. The how he looks next to Harden and Embiid, we haven't seen it extended. We haven't seen it while he's shooting a regular three-point percentage at a 46% and at 61 are you are you just taking him at absolute ceiling? I feel like you are. I, I to me he's a 7th round guy, maybe 8th. Probably more 7th. But I'm not taking him at the start of Round 6. That's close to Round 5. No way. Mikhail Bridges I also debated him with Daniel in the show earlier today. You're drafting Bridges in this area, if not higher, according to Dan, because he doesn't get hurt. So if he does get hurt, what is he giving you? Nothing. What does he do that's good? His field goal percentage is pretty solid. It's not that huge volume, though. What what does he do that is actually a standout apart from not get hurt which like I detail with Dan again what if he catches the ball and breaks his finger what if he goes up for a block and someone smashes his hand to the rim and the back of his hand breaks or is he too tough that he's made out of adamantium and yeah he can withstand that because he can't nobody can what if he goes up for a dunk gets undercut smashes his head on the ground out for a four week concussion knock on wood doesn't happen it's got nothing to do with toughness or injury resilience or injury proneness. It's just shit out of luck half the time. And if that's the number one selling point, then I don't want him. Especially at this point. I like Mikhail Bridges a lot. Again, like and I like him a lot. But I'm not taking him here. Round six, the other guy that I want to look at is the Thick Hogsman, Tobias Harris. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. Now, I know... I know that I'm not supposed to swear on this show, but there is no fucking way that I'm taking Tobias Harris at 67. His rank is up to 53. Again, coincidentally the same on both Yahoo and ESPN. Him and Tyrese one spot apart. There's no chance. He He's not, he might not be a top 100 player this season. I got him in the 90s of I mocked the other day. If he's going in round six and you take him in round six, poo, good luck. It's not good. You can recover from it. Let's be fair. I'm being a little bit dramatic. Like, you can recover from it. It's not the worst pick. But holy shit, I'm not doing it. I'm definitely not picking him at six. Eight? Nine? Yeah. Six? No. Probably Nine's probably a little too far. Six? No chance. Round seven. You're not going to be surprised at these names either. I don't like Jeremy Grant at 79. That's basically Pistons' Jeremy Grant value. And newsflash, he does not play for the Pistons anymore. Now, this, I'm recording this as the Blazers' preseason game is going on, so I don't know how he performed in that one or how things looked. But I, I'm still not taking him in round seven. And I'm not taking Andrew Wiggins in round seven. His ADP is 80. Like, why? Bad free throws. Okay scoring. Rebounds, yet to be seen whether he can continue that. Assists, not high. Steals and blocks, okay, but not great. He's a round like nine player, I would say, in a category league. Definitely not a round seven guy. It is a burning of a pick. But if you want to talk burnings of picks, we're going to get into that really soon because there's some very interesting ones coming up in round eight. I don't know why I teased that like something interesting was going to happen in the middle there. Round eight. Mitch Robinson. needs to rest my voice. And Mitch Robinson says, I'll take it from here. Nah, you can take it from here somewhere else, mate. At pick 88, no way. Yes, blocks can be scarce. Blokes that shit on your free throws are not that scarce, and he's one of them. Is he better than Isaiah Hardenstein? Not to me. But there's a minute split, maybe. There's a losing of starting job, maybe. I just think at 88, like round 10, sure. Round 9, maybe. 88's his average. So He means he's going earlier than this in a lot of spots. No thanks. And what about this bloke? Price of the brick going up. The Lakers game is on as well at the moment. Russell Westbrook in a category league. The downside of Westbrook is zero minutes. It's he doesn't play. They are loading up on point guards. So when they get rid of him or send him home, they've got other options there. I like round eight, sure. Round 11, no worries. That's my bench. I take a flyer. I see if I can deal with the bad field goals, bad free throws. I can see if I can deal with that. Round eight, that's a valuable starter. And Russell Westbrook in category leagues is not one of those who has significant downside, and I'm not sure the upside's there anymore. Rowan Barrett's at 92. Why? What are we doing? Now, I know that some of that's driven by points leagues. Not a top 200 player last season. His points are useful. And yeah, you want to get that in round 10? No problem. Get maybe 20 points per game. But no threes, assists, steals, blocks, low rebounds, bad field goal, bow, free throw. It's a horrific category league performance. Now, he could improve one or two of those, but five of them? I don't think so. Like, that's just way too high. So when you're in a draft and you see him there at 92, you go, oh, RJ Barrett, he scores well. Here, they gave him a big extension. Yeah, just think twice about it here. There are other more valuable players because he might give you something, which he does, but he takes off a lot in other areas. And then Gaz Trent at number 92. Nice, Gary! i got no worries with Gary Trent in round 10. Right, the threes and the scoring are useful. He destroys field goal percentage, and if he does not get steals in the same quantity as last season, he's not close to this. That's what you're banking on. You're banking on Gary Trent being a top three steals player in the NBA. Maybe that happens, but maybe it doesn't. Because if Trent doesn't get the steals, I don't envisage him becoming a good rebounder. He's dreadful at it. I don't envisage him becoming a good passer. He's bad at it. I don't envisage him becoming an efficient shooter. He's bad at that. He's bad at having a high field goal percentage. Maybe more to the point, he might score sixteen points and hit three threes. Fine, but if he doesn't get close to leading the league in steals, he's not worth this. So there's no upside. It's all downside. I think picking him out. Round nine. Uh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Mo Bamba did start the preseason game today for the Magic because Franz Wagner was out. He still only played. He played twenty-one minutes in that game. Hundred Round 9, 102, Mo Bamba, a backup who might play 18 minutes a night. He's just a blocks streamer. I don't think he's getting anywhere enough near enough playing time to be worth this pick. Round 11, knock yourself out. Round 9, it's a starter on your team. I do not want to go into the season with Mo Bamba as one of my starters. Same with Bobby Portis at 103. He's not even a starter on his own NBA team, let alone my fantasy team. He was able to be a top 100 player last season because Brook Lopez missed all but 13 games. Now, unless you have inside information that Brook Lopez is going to miss all but 13 games again, then Bobby Portis is a 12th round guy, maybe an 11th round guy, with upside to have increased value on in games where Lopez is out. But if Lopez plays, this is there's no value in this. What's the upside play on it? And of course, old oh mate, the pencil Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. He's at 106. Now the Kings, because they're the Kings, decided in their preseason game today to start Barnes, but not Keegan Murray. They started KZ Okpala, yeah. If that's their opening the lineup, I'm gonna laugh my absolute dick off. It's gonna be hilarious. Anyway, Barnes did not play all season with Sabonis. He had it was weird lineups with him and Lyles and Metu. I just think that given his overall tepidness in his production. Why am I wasting this pick? He's solid enough, but he's not this good solid enough. Like round 11, okay. I get it. Round 10, maybe. Round 9, there are better options. To me, anyway. And the last round we're going to do is round 10. Because I'm not going to tell you who not to draft in round 11, 12, or 13. Go wild. Take whoever you want. Take Vlako Chanchar if you want. Take Chris Silva. If you know who Chris Silva plays for, drop it in the comments below. Or which training camp roster Chris Silver's on? Drop it in the comments below. You do whatever you want in those rounds, really. But round 10, it's still a starter. I'm not taking Alonzo Ball at 110. I'm, I'm just not doing it. He's not back until January at the earliest. He won't be back until starters minutes until I would say end of January at the earliest. And that's almost best case scenario. Round 13, round 12, get him, put him in IR, IL, if you want to say it that way, whatever. Don't problem. 110, no. Speaking of stupidity... Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming glass! I don't know if they'll continue to do this, but so far in training camp, the Pistons have been running with Marvin Bagley as their starting centre and Isaiah Stewart as their backup power forward. I don't think Stewart's a great franchise centre, but I know Bagley isn't. Maybe Durin is the franchise centre. I don't... I just don't get it. Like... So I would have been okay with Stewart around this area. Probably not. Probably more around 11. But at the moment, as I knock over my Spider-Man in front of me, um, Stewart here, there's not a lot of upside, and it's all downside. Take him in the last round. And hope that they see the light and don't start Bagley. But it's Dwayne Casey. Do, do you remember this guy's rotations? And then the wave pulled DeAnthony Mountain at 118. I love DeAnthony Mountain. I, just, I don't see I, the role's not there to be a guy that's a starter on your fantasy team. Bench guy steals option. I just don't think that this bench player who's gonna have to battle for minutes with someone like Sheik Milton, perhaps with Furkan Korkmaz, with Matisse Thiebault. I, I I urge everyone to do this. Just go to whatever team. The sixers here. You got two hundred and forty minutes. Plan them out. Each coach is going to run 10 guys nearly every night. There'll be some random teams that play nine, Nick Nurse. Everyone else will run 10. Some maybe 11. Most will run 10. Figure it out how they get enough minutes. On a night where people are healthy, how does he get enough minutes to be impactful enough to be one of your fantasy starters as much as I love the bloke? I think it's hard with the way this roster is set up to do that. So, now you all have all of the keys to never lose a fantasy matchup ever again, that is my guarantee. Obviously not a real guarantee. Do not take me at my word that it's a guarantee. And this does not help you win every single matchup. It's just the guys that I am trying to avoid at those particular draft points. So when you hear, see a do not draft list, think about what it means. Think about where they're getting drafted, where the value is. Does it make sense in your team? Hey, in some situations, someone like Christian Wood, maybe you do take him in round five. Maybe it does make sense. Maybe Isaiah Stewart is the starting center and plays 32 minutes. And he's more value there at the moment, though. I don't see it. And at those spots, I'm just not going to be drafting those players at this point. I hope that is useful for you. I hope you got something out of it. And if you did and you know who Chris Silver plays for, drop it down in the comments below, guys. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey. If you're here on YouTube, you know what to do. You thumb it up. You write abusive comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Hey, subscribe as well. We are done here. I'll say it again. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Say ya.